everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about personal planning versus business planning and how to make sure your spouse is involved. Now, that there's about three massive topics right there. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to keep this high level for today. You're going to get three takeaways from today's conversation. Uh, and the first one is how do we delineate business versus personal planning, that is. And then number two, you can't have one without the other, meaning you can't have the personal planning if you don't have the business set up correct and that planning ready to rock. And then number three, making sure your spouse is involved. So those are the three takeaways that we're going to talk into today. So let's, let's jump into number one here, Alex. So how do we delineate the, the business versus personal? Because early on, let's just call it what it is. It's one and the same. It very much is. And like, it's oftentimes when we start up, it is incredibly challenging to create this delineation. The first thing that we would highly, highly, highly recommend is make sure that you like have different accounts for business and different accounts for personal, like bank accounts, credit cards, they keep the two as separate as you possibly can. Yeah. And even to, I'll go one step further because oftentimes, right. It, when you're just now starting your business, you may not be able to get a credit card in the business name. Sure. So like what I did early on is I had another, I had a personal credit card, but that personal credit card was only for business use. I never put any personal stuff on it. Oh, a hundred percent. And then I had a credit card for personal use. So while I didn't have a credit card in our business's name, I still had a credit card that was only used for business. Yep. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of adding all into one credit card or just commingling. Yep. And then it's very difficult to understand where your money's going in the business. Right. It, so it creates more of an accounting nightmare and headache down the road. And the more that you get accustomed to commingling stuff, the worse the problem becomes. Yep. Which kind of leads us into number two here, right? You can't have one without the other, right? The, the business has got to be doing well for it to then turn into personal cash flow for yourself, personal income. And depending on the business that you are trying to build, right? We've had a whole episode on, you know, are you building an enterprise business? Or are you building a, a personal practice, right? Or a lifestyle practice? And just a real quick reminder on that. The enterprise business is a business that you actually can sell. Like, meaning if you went away, the, the business would still keep going. Whereas the lifestyle practice is more of, if you go away, well, the business kind of goes away with you. And we're not here to say one's better than the other. Both of them work just fine, but Depends it is on different what you're planning. trying to accomplish. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it is different planning. And so understanding that, and that can change over time, which is why we always say, make sure they're separate. Well, and the other thing to, to think about is like, regardless of whether you're building an enterprise practice or a lifestyle practice, you still have to have at least some focus or understanding on personal planning because <clears throat> eventually it ends there anyways. Yeah, exactly. Without knowing what, where we're trying to go, like what we're trying to accomplish with building the practice, building the, the personal finances, 
like without having that end goal in mind, like, okay, now we're just building for the sake of building and building without purpose is problematic. And it's easy to build without purpose. (laughs) Extremely. I mean, you're everything from the janitor to the CEO to the doctor, right? There's a bunch of stuff on your mind. So you know, those of you listening are you know, probably going, well, that's easy to say, Ryan and Alex. Like we, we get that it's easy to say and it's harder to do. But if you can always keep that in mind of that's what you're building towards, it, it helps big time. Well, and understanding your why. And, and there's two components to that. One is the outward facing. Okay, what do we want to accomplish as a practice, as a business? At, like, what are we striving to do for the community? And then personally, why do you get up and do what you do every day? Like, what is it that you're ultimately going to get out of it? Is it philanthropy? Is it income? Is it like something, like something to do? Like, what is it that you're actually trying to strive for? And then like, it's going to be usually some combination of all of those things. Right. And so now it's like, okay, well, what do we, what do we really need to have? Then what do we want to have? And then how do we build it? And it's so easy to forget all of that when, you know, you have your struggle months or maybe even struggle years and right. You're going in and you're like, man, I just need to make a dollar so I can pay my rent. Yeah. Right. So like we've been there <laughs> or, or maybe it's just like, you're like, you, it, it could be that you're incredibly successful financially. And that you just lose focus on like, okay, mentally and emotionally, why am I doing what I'm doing? Yep. You feel like you're spinning your wheels. You feel like you're not having the, like the, the impact that you want to have or that you're doing something for, for maybe the wrong reason. And that could be either being successfully financially or not being successfully financially. Like either one of those things can cause you to spin your wheels. hundred percent. Which takes us to number three, which like this topic is the, maybe the beast of the topic for, for those of you who are married and that's how in the world, how do you get your spouse involved? Right. Alex and I are both married, right? We've got the business, we've got our personal stuff, right? I would probably argue or not even argue state that both of our spouses really don't know what's going on in terms of financially inside of the business at least to the same degree that you and I obviously do. And our spouses don't care about that. But what they do care about is was what cash flow is kicking off and obviously our our health around like how much time we're spending in the business. Like that stuff aside, financially speaking, they care about making sure that we are continuing to live the life that we want. When we're delivering on those cash flow promises. Yep. And so the biggest, you know, we've had an episode, I think on this before, but uh, you know, the biggest thing I think you can do when you are married is make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page when it comes to financial goals, philosophy, kind of like the foundational stuff. Cause if you're not like, how do you move forward? Like something's bound to happen and it's going to start an argument and that could go down a bad path quick. Mm-hmm. And then number two is that that communication, communicating consistently, you know, kind of underneath that is the cash flow, providing what it is you either told your spouse you would do, or 
make sure you tell the spouse that we can't count on the cash flow. Like it's more of, did you set the proper expectations? Yeah, it, there's there's kind of a couple different things here. One, it's setting expectations. And, and, and two, it's like you you also have to like celebrate the wins and help understand like how, like how variable is your cash flow? What does that mean for the family? What is that like how do these things affect the personal planning? Like you and I have talked at length that that money is one of the two things that causes spouses to fight a ton. And like, mostly it's on unmet expectations. So the more that we can have that consistent philosophy and clearly communicated expectations, the easier all of the conversations are going to wind up being. Yeah. It's, it's vital, right? When you're starting a, when you're starting a business, your spouse needs to have your back. (laughs) Yeah. Like flat out you got to be on the same page because the last thing you want is to have a really crappy day to go home. And then your spouse, like, why are you doing like almost talking you out of your business? Yeah. So this is a heavy topic. Number three, around your spouse, we're going to have a whole nother episode around like how it is to have those conversations make sure, and, and some action steps for that. So just as a, a, as a quick review for today's episode, right? So personal versus business planning, Right. Number one, make sure you're delineating the business versus personal. Number two, understand you can't have one without the other, but you have to have some sort of strategy as to what each of those, what each is going to do for you. And then number three, make sure your spouse is involved. If you can do these three, it gets a lot easier. It won't be easy. It will just be easier. Well, if you don't do these three, it'll be a lot harder. Correct. Which takes us to the question of the day. Our question today is what steps have you taken to integrate your business and personal planning with your spouse? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question of the day. Or if you have any questions on your mind that you would like for us to speak about, feel free to reach out to us there as well. As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins... Make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850. Portland, Oregon, 97201. 
phone number 503-221-1226. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, Air Insurance License Number 1531912. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, Air Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Point number 2022-138765, expiration May 2024.